0: Welcome back, Grief Nation listeners to It's the Miami Night Show Grief Talk. Today, we have a very special guest. Our guest is Shirley Stinbridge. So happy to have you here in honor of our second annual Black on Black Violence Healing Day. And this series is called Women Lead. So how are you doing, Shirley?
1: I'm doing great today. Thank you for asking
0: All right. It was so good. It's so good to see you again. Um, Had an opportunity to finally meet you last week, but I wanted to bring you on the show for a very special talk about um, nonviolence and your organization and grief. So um, if you could just take us through your journey for starting connecting the links for change.
1: Yes. It started with my grandson. His name is Devante Stembridge Ford. He was murdered 2011 June 25th. It was a robbery and during that time when that happened I grieved a lot and I was just saying to myself something had have to be done about this and I was led to do the stop the violence which the Lord gave me connecting the links for change and I've been doing it now for 12 years.
0: Wow. How have you seen it grow from just, you know, day one or whenever you saw what was the first thing that you did after, you know, after, of course you formed the business. So what was the first thing that you was at an event? Was it a rally? What was it?
1: Oh, wow! I went right into it. Um, we went from um, doing the event at the park to stopping the violence to meeting with young kids, just letting them know they don't have to go that route, letting them know to put the guns down. And we, um, just did a whole lot of things with youth.
0: Oh, and wow. McC- okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. And We are also here, like I said, I did have an opportunity to meet you last week. Can you just share with my Grief Nation listeners how you have been over the last seven days? South Fulton police say a 20-year-old man died after a shooting at Welcome All Park around 4.30 in the afternoon this crime scene tape and police vehicles lining the area as the victims family grieves.
1: We do have some information to suggest that they were involved in some sort of altercation at first. Um, We also have received information that it might have been in reference to uh, a young female that one of the individuals was dating at the time.
0: They said he is a father. They said he's a good person. It just
1: said, it brings back a lot of memories.
0: Marley Scott only has memories of his cousin, Devontae Stembridge, who was murdered at just 19 years old in College Park in 2011.
1: We need the young people here. If they keep killing everybody off, it ain't gonna be nobody left
0: and this group of people couldn't believe they heard gunshots during an anti-violence event. This hearse with the words gone too soon was out as a young man lost his life too soon. Um, I just unfortunate. Uh, what it does is show that the reason that we're here is definitely real. You know, we're here for anti-violence and it actually happens in our face. Sorry for the family, for both families, because two lives are going to be lost here. The one that's deceased and the one who committed the crime and violence is not the answer.
1: Words cannot say it. A little hurt and pain, Um, feeling sorry for the family that lost their loved one out in the park. Um, But I still know that what we're doing in Connecting the Link has to go on to um, continue to tell our youth In our community to put the guns down.
0: Absolutely. Um, I was thinking when I was trying to figure out, you know, what would the conversation be between you and I, and I just wanted to ask you, um, throughout the last seven days, and I want to just go over a little bit about the stages of grief, um, which they are not in any, um, chronological order. They don't actually happen this way, but can you just kind of run us through that day and just talk about the denial and the shock or either the shock of what happened?
1: Oh, okay. Um, ooh. Well, um, during the time of the event, everything was going very, very well. All of a sudden, there were some gun fires and from there everyone started scattering um from the other side saying that someone was shooting and it was so heartbreaking because of what we was doing in the park under stopping the violence and once they told us that a young man that was 19 years old had gotten shot and was murdered it just crushed my I can't even imagine a parent knowing that child has been shot mm-hmm. or have to get a phone call stating that child was shot. Knock on the door, then you know that you, you have to go to um, identify the body. It was, I mean, I don't even know the words to say. It was very painful.
0: Yeah. And do you remember at any part within this last seven days of feeling angry about this situation?
1: Darily at this point, I just tell God, thank you, that um during the event, no one over or by us way got hit, mm-hmm. formed that we was covered in the blood of Jesus and basically. Um, praying for the family that child that was um, murdered yeah. so I feel I mean I think I still feel some pain yeah. for that family also pain for um, just knowing that we was out there doing the right thing and this happened
0: Yeah, that's where the frustration kind of came in, you know, because everybody, of course, was saying now we're at a nonviolent event. How could this happen? So, you know, that anger did pop up, you know, in all of us, just the frustration of we're trying to do the right thing. How does this keep happening? This is right in our turf. And how could this happen right here? You know that when that yellow tape came up, that was kind of like enough for me because I'm like, you know, this how could this be? There has to be, you know, something else that's going to come for this, but I want to kind of really stick to these stages of, you know, us going through all these emotions at the time. And was there any point when you were, as we were, you know, experiencing this, as it was going, did you have any, I wish I would have did this, or I could have done that, or, you know, the would have, could have, should have, that's the bargaining stage. Do you recall any of that? Or even over just the last couple of days, have, did you even experience that?
1: Um, I can always say that I wish that I could have talked to the young man before he went into that direction of violence. Um, Wishing that he could have just heard some of the voices that was out there that was talking about stopping the violence where um, at that time that happened. So yes, I feel like if... I had the chance to talk with him at that point. Maybe I could have saved another life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm, just got chills, got chills. Now, what about any feelings of um, sadness or depression, which is normal when you're experiencing a loss, you know, cause it was kind of like we as a collective experienced this and are going through this grief process, our own selves. Did you feel any, of? um, portions of part of the depression come over you um from the point that it happened until today?
1: Oh yes it brought it brought back a lot of memories of when my grandson Devante Stembridge Ford was um killed under gun violence. So seeing a young man down on the ground, knowing that my grandson was down on the ground, other um people have that have lost their loved ones and seeing the same thing it brought back a lot of memories and hurt and pain
0: yeah the one thing that i do remember is um either you and i having a conversation um earlier this week or if it was that i saw this um actually on the news of you saying this um about that you're not gonna stop and i think that apart. Um, Is the acceptance piece of you know, this has happened, but yet, you know, you're
1: still saying what that we have to keep going, um, that we need to um, have more support from the community, get out there, let them know that our children need our help, mm-hmm. and asking the community to um, continue to tell the kids. Um, to put the guns down.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Where does your strength come from doing all of this?
1: I just know within my heart that this is what I feel, though, that I want to do for the community and for other kids. If I can touch one child out of a hundred and Save their life where where my grandson was killed done gun violence i feel though that i have done a great job
0: amen and you are doing a great job you and your family like you said this it's- is going on your, what, 11th, 12th year now. Um, and, and, um, you're still showing up, you're still, you know, people are, um, supporting you, you know, um, the community partners and the officials show up for you. So you're doing your part. We just, I don't know what more, um, the community Um, voice I I just feel like the community's voice need to be a lot stronger you're doing your part but yet the community and I know them seeing you continuing on like this isn't stopping you that's gonna you know resonate with them you know the the parents the children the um just seeing you be able to keep on I know that that's going to resonate with that community and they're going to show up for you again next year um despite all of this that happened how do you feel about that
1: oh yes, I feel though that they will come out and it will become stronger and stronger with the community.
0: Now, City Councilwoman Willis has spoken out about introducing two new ordi- um, ordinances um, for the park safety. How does this support your um, initiative and in the ordinances that she's
1: asking? Well, I um, She came out, she was basically speaking about the violence also when the gunshot uh, came about and it enlightened a lot of people's eyes, including hers. Um, It was mentioned that from now on, when we're doing the Stop the Violence, that she will have a park um, only for that event to keep from having this to happen. Again
0: mhm yeah yeah and i did hear too that um some things that she wants to kind of put in place is, um adding security cams you know to the park which will be yeah. you know very good for the park Just not only for events just for safety within itself yeah. you know and also making sure that the general public um not bring guns into the park unless you're an officer or you know um so i uh, how do you feel about those two things that she's bringing forward to um um, the other council?
1: I feel though there's much needed.
0: Yeah.
1: there. I, I feel like cameras are needed and, um, that will definitely help the community and will help people feel safer to go to the park.
0: Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. You know, when I first pulled up and I saw that hearse, you know, um, with, um, the sign, um, uh, w- what did it say on the hearse? Um, uh, gone too soon yeah you know that touched me it's like whoa you know this is something serious and um just for the day to play out now let's let let's be clear this day was so beautiful on sunday april 24th malik hambrick say his name was murdered near this event in an isolated incident and I give, you know, send much love and light to his family. And so sorry that this had to happen to them. But I do want to say about um, connecting the link for change event. Now, getting rid of all of that energy that was about death. And let's talk about the life of the event. The life of the event was so beautiful, so amazing. Um, You had some great Uh, speakers, there was uh, family, friends, um, first responders, public service, um, local residents, elected officials, um, community, community partners. Um, also, you know, it was just the beauty of traditional black culture. It was so beautiful. You know, families were there, their children were there, there was the dance team, there was the DJ and the host, your speakers and just love and just light and just happiness, food, entertainment, fun. Um, just the beauty of what we, um, as I'm um, working with the Gun violence or non-violence or prevention movement, what we do, what we put all of our energy into to make this happen for the community, and I just want to keep saying that that it was so beautiful. It was there is no but to me like but this happened it was a a beautiful event and I was so grateful to be a part of it so thank you for putting all of your efforts and work into it because I know putting on an event that huge takes a lot of work can you kind of take us through your time of when you're getting ready for events
1: (laughs) wow (laughs) well it does take a lot of work and actually once we and the committee all come together and put our heads together. Um, it is a lot of footwork and a lot of phone calls, um, quite a few meetings together. And um, it takes, it, 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 takes a minute for to get you fit together. <laughs> But you have a lot of
0: support, right? You have, yeah. you have good, some great support. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Now, one of these things that I wanted to talk about, um, is grandparent grief, um, which is rarely discussed or shared within the family structure, just within the family structure, you know, because I know I'm a bereaved mother of losing my child, um, initially from the initial gun, um, incident, which was the shooting that he lost his best friend but then five years later losing him in by gun suicide but being the bereaved mother i know how i feel how talk to me about like the grandparent you were the you are the grandparent of Devante. how how did that process play out for you and then even to be a mother to a bereaved mother
1: very 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 painful um Course, when you've been a grandmother, a lot of grandmothers hold the family together. And um, during the time that my grandson, Devontae Stembridge Ford, was killed, um, I was out of town and um, I got a phone call, which I say nobody wants that phone call. But during the time I got that phone call, they told me nothing. All I knew, they were telling me that had just left out of town. They said, you need to come back home. So during that time, being a grandmother, um, your heart started beating. You're not going to think about death. I didn't think about death. I was thinking maybe something happened maybe a car accident, something. I know it was an emergency. So, um, I never find out that Uh, my grandson was killed until the next day when I got on the flight because I made phone calls calling my grandbaby whatever once they called me they wouldn't answer the phone so when they finally when I finally got here um they picked me up from the airport and got here um when I seen cars after cars after cars I just basically lost it went to streaming because I knew then something had happened but I didn't know that it was my grandson. So it it's it's its words cannot I cannot say. It's a very 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 painful thing. Yes.
0: Yeah. And trying to at the same time still be, you know, like you said, the grandmother is the one who holds up the family and trying to, you know, be that rock for your daughter. Did did you feel like at any point that you kind of mask or or your your own grief for her?
1: Yes, yes, I did. But it was the opposite. They was making sure I was okay, but Mm -hmm. I was trying to stand up to make sure they was okay so um yes
0: yeah yeah I know that's a difficult thing and I I just wish that there would be more communication on talking to grandparents about how they feel you know because it's it's really kind of like they don't really have a space to do that when all the attention really are on the parents at the initial time you know initially you know over time yes and of course people are asking how you're doing but because you're the, you're the matriarch, you know? And it's kind of like the mother is definitely like in no way, shape, or form to be consumed or concerned. I mean, to be concerned about how everybody else is feeling, I'm sure. But it's just, I would definitely like to see more conversations for grandparents to be able to express their feelings about, you know, how they have had to um suppress or mask or however, but to be able to get it out. That's just opening the dialogue for us to, you know, as a family unit to be able to talk about, yeah, well, I felt like this too, you know, but thank you for so much for sharing that, you know, how you were feeling because it needs to definitely, this topic of conversation need to definitely um, be spoken about even more. So what's next now um, for the organization?
1: Um, we are getting ready to do a stop the violent walk in June, June the 18th. So right now we're just waiting to, um, see, um, to get our permit and to see if the is going to allow us to do it. Yeah. So what we do, I'll definitely be contacting you and some others about it.
0: Okay, love will love to always. Um, be a part of anything that you're doing. Um, I mean, from what I saw it, 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 and what I know, even um, going back over the years of how you were have been supporting the community for years. So um, Grief Nation listeners, she is a veteran in the game, okay? So if you are starting a nonprofit um, w- pertaining to nonviolence, watch her steps because you can learn a lot. I've learned just a lot from meeting her in the last seven days. And she's a, such an amazing heart and she loves the lord so uh, all of these amazing things in one right <laughs> yes. so now where can my grief nation listeners um see what you're doing or just um see some information online at are
1: uh, we on instagram on the connect links for change okay
0: and are you on facebook
1: um some okay okay
0: Okay, and so I wanted to ask you this before I let you go. What is one of the fondest
1: memories
0: of your grandson, Devante?
1: Uh, My grandson, he smiles all the time. And he loved music. Uh, He was an artist, and he's a family person. He's a um, person that loved meeting other people. He was a people person. Yeah. So he was a good kid. Um, As we all say, I grant kids and I treated them like good kids. But, you know, at the time that um, he was murdered, you know, sometimes my kids stray away. But he was a great kid
0: absolutely absolutely yeah you know he's a teenager they're learning you know they were they, was he a teenager at the time i'm sorry
1: no wasn't
0: <laughs> okay so yeah at the time he he was learning you know so you know as we all have um i know i have um have you know, gone through several stages in my life, not knowing what I was doing or, or not even, even being aware of the people that were surrounding me, you know? So, um, thank you so much for sharing that memory of Devante. And before I let you go, is there anything else in the community or what you're currently working on or or helping to change? Would you like to bring some further awareness to, for the community?
1: Um, well, like I was saying, we're doing the stop the violence, um, And also we do different um things with the um, community on the stopping the violence we does like the trigger trunk safety awareness and we also do things for christmas for our youth uh, and um and other things yes
0: yeah okay well Ms. Shirley, thank you so much for being on. It's the Miami Night Show Grief Talk. You are a part of this amazing day for me. Um, you know how when we make plans, they say God laugh. Well, I have been working towards an event for um, this day for since January broke in. Um, actually, we are actually doing a, a, a document documentary on my son, Tyke and his best friend, Ke- um, Keandrick. And I learned that, you know, just because I'm ready, everyone else is not ready. That needs to be a part of this, you know, uh, documentary, which is like his family, his father's family that's on the, that lives in Florida. And so at the time, you know, we were saying, okay, it's going to be done by today. You know, it's going to be done. It's going to be done, but no, it's not, it's not, it's not, it wasn't time for that to, you know, to be done um, we're still waiting on other individuals that would like to come forward and have so much to say and you know sending their love and light to taiki and, and and how instrumental that he was to them so we're gonna wait until it's time and, and complete that project and um there was another project that kind of fell through but when i called you you were like okay <laughs> so i'm like thank you yes because we i still want to showcase that we are No matter what, if you're my lane is the grief talk podcast and mastering spiritual healing and, and, you know, supporting the community with grief awareness, and then your lane may be X, Y, and Z, but we're all in this together to try to support, you know, and help each other with stopping this violence against each other. Right. Yes. So thank you so much once again, and I look forward to working with you at any time. So have a good day and thank you once again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, there you have it, Grief Nation listeners,
0: and thank you for tuning in to another transformative segment on It's the Miami Night Show Grief Talk. Today, we give thanks filled with love and gratitude to our special guests for expressing your very unique grief journey and sharing ways of understanding the healing process. This is your girl, Miami Night, with much love and light until we connect again spiritually. Bye-bye. Going slow, mo. He's got me walking that grief walk. Going slow, mo. He's got me talking that grief talk. Going slow, mo. He's got me clocking away. It's, it's the Miami night, night Show. Hey, yeah. slow, mo. He's, He's got me walking that grief go walk. Going slow, mo. He's got me talking that grief talk. Going slow, mo. He's got me clocking When What up, tribe? It's Miami Night Show, Master hey, grief coach. Yeah. Welcome to the Miami hey, night, hey. night Show. He got me walking that grief walk. It's time for grief talk, yeah. It's Mind the Night, master Grade coach.